Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm one of your hosts, Chaz, and I will not do a fake oh-ho-ho at the beginning of this episode. It was not a fake oh-ho-ho because I am so glad to be back. I am so glad that season four is right around the corner. And Fifteen days. It's bittersweet. It's less than 15 days for these people listening to it. Heck, oh yeah, it'll take time, you forever to get this out. Yeah, because you know I've got you putting so much on my shoulders. You just like they're doing whatever you want to do every week. You've been going out and partying even in the midst of this bitch Corey V. You having the world by its balls, and I'm just stuck at home slaving away trying to you know keep keep the people informed with the good old podcast. What do you mean by partying? Well, you know how you are. You're if just, having a side job at Trader Joe's is partying, then yeah, please. I've been partying. Like you should get a job at Trader Joe's. Anyway, this is season three, episode nineteen, episode fifty-six. Oh my God, Chad, we the fucking basement. made it. We are at the basement. We're here, and Irwin is here for it. I mean, we. What are you doing? I'm sorry. That what was been, that? I didn't mean to offend any Irwin people. You are an Irwin person, but now I'm not even so sure. You're really... We just dealt with that last episode. We're getting ready to have to deal with it again, and you're trying to get us kicked off early? Some people grieve different than others, and I am grieving right now for Irwin's death. And I had to make a joke, and it was insensitive. I'm sorry. That was a joke? Well, that was a terrible joke. I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know how to grieve, man. This is so fucking sad. God, you're so annoying. I can't wait for this one to be over with just so I can stop talking to you for the day. But no, we're at the basement. We only incorrectly guessed which episode we were going to get to the basement uh, 27 times, okay. I believe, because we had Rocket. a couple... We're playing Rocket League tonight. We had a couple guesses, but we were wrong. Um, you seem to be all over the place, let me just say. So let's... Go. I'm going to go ahead and jump into this thing. This episode, it's Hefty a good, cookies. it's obviously still, yeah, if you want to play Rocket League with us, email us at thepodcastchronicles.gmail.com. If this episode was a good, I mean, it's still very emotional, but from the compared to the last two, it was a good breath of fresh air. I, I 100% agree. I was honestly just about to have those same words, a good fresh of breath air. That's a good way to put it. A good fresh of breath air. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was a well, good fresh of breath. Well, here's the thing. Though. You ever get a good fresh of bad air? No, no, no. It's always good to get a good fresh of good well, air. Well, they're getting the fresh of stinky air because... Yeah, it still stinks it so It still bad stinks, here. man. So. We're getting a fresh of good air. They're getting a fresh of real bad air. <laughs> oh, but, um, but no, this one probably won't be as long as the other two podcasts, and we're hoping to just try and... Just level out our heartbeat a little bit, because it's been going a little too strong for yeah. me. I'm not that healthy. I don't need that in my life. So we flash back to the old Burt Bomb, is kind of what I call it. And the Colossal Titans face half of it in the normal bare muscle form, and the other just pure skeleton mode. And it turns out it might not be a flashback, but instead some sort of nightmare Armin Arler is having as he sees tears fall down the Titan's face. What do you think about this? Do you have any hot takes? It's kinda... uh, it, to me, it just seems like maybe Armin's like dreaming slash having a, like some of those memories that they keep talking you, about. You want my hot take that I just came up with on the spot? Bert 
Okay, let me hear it. So obviously the Burt bomb, that was Burt, right? Yeah. But then we see half the skeleton, half the... And when it starts, tears fall. Who's the colossal titan nowadays? Mr. Armin Arlert. I think this is Armin's colossal tears falling from the advance of... How deep is that? So Bert was speaking, though. You just thought... What did you think about that? That was memories that he... Sure. Okay. You know, don't... It's my theory. Just, well, I was just, I no, can, I, I know that. I was just, the last part of it was Bert talking. I didn't know if you had a take on that or not. Yeah, listen, I want to make this very clear. That is not what's happening, but that's, you know, I'm making I'm making my own fun as I go, and that's what I'm going with. So you're saying that's not what's happening, but that's I your mean, theory? you know, I just feel like Dude. I, I, feel like I well, said it. What a shit listen, theory. Listen, I feel like I said it, and now people are like, that well, Ronnie guy's a fucking idiot, so I'm a little worried, no. so I'm kind of backing off of it. Believe in your own words. All right, that's what's happening. And Armin wakes up looking sexy as hell, only wearing his jacket with no shirt underneath to show off his washboard abs. That's because he just came out of that Titan butt-ass naked, I mean, bro. we got so much to talk about here. First of all, sexy scout leader Halloween costumes next year, or scout leader? Oh so, my goodness. <laughs> Me and you, just the... Uh, the scout regiment jackets, no shirt underneath, just showing off her bodies. How sick would that be if that's our fucking podcast logo? Oh, oh. God. Shoot us, an email. Shoot would, us an email if you want that, because if people we don't will think totally not do that. If people don't think we're douchebags enough for being called Ronnie and Chaz, that would ensure that no one ever clicked on the podcast. Well, you can blame our parents for naming us that. Um, but no, I mean, this goes to show just exactly how athletic you have to be to be in the scout regiment. Because, I mean, look at Armin Arlard. That guy's got a six-pack like no other. Dude looks like he at least has a bronze medal in curling. Yeah, that guy is a phenomenal gymnast. His floor routine is off the charts. Hair is still ridiculous, though. So he's next to Sasha, and what do you think about this? It's a big wall, those sleeping bags pretty close to each other. Didn't think anything of it, dude. They're not... Come on, now. Sasha and Arler. Especially since they were both unconscious, and really, I'm just kind of weirded out that they put them that close together. They're like... All right, it kind of weirds me out that you thought an unconscious Sasha and Arlert were doing stuff together. <laughs> they were like, all right, the two momentarily crippled people, just put them real close to each other so we can't lose them. Make sure none of them go sliding off the wall. Dude, what if that's how the show ended? They just accidentally they just, like, sleepwalk roll, off. They're normal, normally in like a full size bed. They go to roll over and they just fall off the wall. <laughs> Sasha is talking in her sleep that she hurts, and that's when Armin realized how bad of shape she's in. She's you know looking rough. Uh, Aaron comes running up and gives Armin a big old hug, which confuses the hell out of him. We're like, we usually only do this on Saturday nights. What's going on? And he starts making out with them. That's where I was like, whoa, where is this show headed? No, it doesn't do that. These are two beloved characters. Don't make people mad by saying stuff like that. I ship them. Levi zips up and is asked by Armin, what the hell happened here? Because Armin is confused. He remembers Bert becoming a titan, but not much else. He asks about the others. You think Levi stole some gas and blades from Flock? I hope they, he did. Or they entrusted Flock with Luckily, the rest of the guests. Luckily, there's not too much Flock going on around here, thank God. He remembers, so I talked about that. Levi tells Aaron to tell him everything as he launches a green flare into the sky. It shows a flash of all the others around the city being notified by the flare. 
So what do you, what do you think all of them are doing around the city? Kind it of kind of looks like they're on lookout, just in case somebody yeah, just, else comes. Just yeah. lookout, okay. That's just in case maybe the crocodilian happens yeah. to sneak by. I'll buy it. And it flashed forward to Aaron after he told Armin everything, and Levi asked Armin if he's up to speed. Armin gets the fact that the entirety of the scout regiment is the nine of them that are here right now. And for me, I don't know about you, with the events of the last two episodes, that did not fully sink in until that line. Like, there's nine, nine people, people in the scout regiment. That's crazy. Which, spoiler alert, the number nine is important. I thought that was a cool little kawinky dink. Yep. Because it comes before 10. Good point. Yep. And Jean- you, know what's, you know what's funnier than 10? 11. Wow, damn. I was trying to do a SpongeBob joke, but saying but, 25 sounds way better. Right, right. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. No, you don't. No, I do. It's there okay. in the class, and they're talking about the numbers. And is it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, is that the right number, though? He said, what, what's funnier than 24 or something? And he says, 25. Yep. I'm just, yeah. I'm going with you because I can't think right now, but I'm worried that might not be the right numbers that they use. Uh, so Armin, God, I keep reading the same note that I just read. Jesus, get it together, Ronnie. Third, get, yeah. I got to get my energy up. That copy and pasting, bro. It's not copy really and gets... pasting. It's that I just, you're just mad because I can afford a laptop and you've oh, been so writing now Let's what? rag on the what? poor guy. Let's just yeah. shit on the Let's poor guy. Let's rag guy's on face. the poor guy who had just a couple episodes ago was looking at his Garmin watch and then looking at his iPhone all at the same time. Just buy a laptop, you 19th century baloney headed mother trucker. Fucking Trader Joe's. If they would just pay me better in my side gig. Good God. It's having to work fucking gig. 10 to 2 in the morning, then I get shit on by this guy for being poor. Please, uh, guys, if you have to work multiple jobs like I do, and just to support your family and your retarded mom, <laughs> oh my god! Maybe you want to edit that out, Ronnie. Oh, she no, heard that. I'm letting people know the real you. No, dude, please edit that out. We don't play around here. I mean, that's what she is, so it's not wrong. It's just kind of <sighs> bold. If if you don't like that word, I'm sorry. I actually am half that word so i'm allowed to say it keep going that part i might cut out (laughs) jean says they've been looking for survivors but haven't found any armin does a nice job of summarizing the past few episodes good lord armin does a nice job of summarizing the past few episodes for us talks about how the wall was sealed but reiner the beast titan and the other one escaped while bert was captured they debate about the injection took place, and he turned into a titan and ate Bert. And he's freaking out a little bit, which I think is allowed. I'm not mad at that. Damn, bro. Just imagine you just eat one of your buddies. Yeah. One of your comrades. He wonders why they picked him. He says, no matter which way you look at it, Erwin was the right choice. Yep. And he asks Levi why he did what he did. Levi kicks Aaron and tells him that he told Aaron to tell him everything. But obviously he did not. God, Aaron. This yes. guy. I get, I get it. Like, he, I see why Aaron didn't do it, but that's also how real Levi is. He's like, when I told you to tell him everything, I meant everything. Like, He just kicks him off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's tight and everything will be fine. Levi expresses how it seemed that Aaron and Mikasa didn't think it was so clear of a choice. 
and how they stood up to him and were willing to draw blood. Levi says that the final decision was his and he chose for this to be the place Erwin died. Which, when he said it like that, kind of made me sad because it wasn't, wasn't exactly like a peaceful place to die. <laughs> like it could have been, you know, maybe in a nice flower garden or something like that, but not, not on a roof next to a charred titan and the whole city burning. It smells like poo. Like, this is where I thought it should all come to an end for him. Well, you know what they should have done? Kept him alive a little bit longer, drug him to the basement, and let him die down there. Wow. That would have been his spot. I I mean, didn't really like your word choice of drug him to the basement. <laughs> Maybe, like, carried him like the fallen soldier that he is. Just just drag him by his one arm he's he has not, left. He's not your half-empty trash bag that you put in the dumpster because <laughs> trash day is tomorrow. Jesus Christ, man. Armin wonders without Erwin how they will go on. Hanji speaks up and says, Yeah, I voted for Erwin. <laughs> My girl. Speaking the truth. Oh, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Hanji says Erwin entrusted Levi with the decision, so they should leave it at that. But she turns to Armin and tells him that Erwin's life and a titan's power rests on his soldiers, so, you know, no pressure. On his soldiers. <laughs> they rest on your soldiers, but... <laughs> So much reading on his shoulders. Hey, maybe they, since you're so rich and you can afford a laptop, buy some speech lessons. Oh, wow. Pretty bold of you with the second part of the episode <laughs> coming up. I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to put in a flawless performance that I can't so, find. Please comment on how shitty my reading has been over the past 56 episodes because I know I can't read well. Hey, listen, people. It's hard. You know, you get caught up. You're trying to think of good points to bring yeah. up. But listen, you guys don't care about this. You just wish we yeah, could do our because fucking jobs We're right. reading notes and thinking at the same time. It's just hard. Multitasking. And plus, I'm half R-worded, so it's... Not to mention speaking is just... Whew, not, yeah. not to mention... I keep saying not to mention, hate that I'm doing that, but not to mention the past two episodes were our two longest, back-to-back. Back-to-back, and this is a live, we're doing a live podcast in front of a live audience. This shit's rough, dude. Don't call your mom a live audience. People have listened to so many episodes at this point, they know what we're doing Is she not considered a live audience? She's always in the corner, looking like a dumbass. Keep going. Don't say that. Just... Anyway, we apologize for being shitty of this. Once again, we said it before, we'll say it again. We're two assholes that bought $30 mics. I mean, uh, $300 mics on Amazon. And we're making improvements as we go, and we'll get better as we go, even though if we haven't gotten better by episode 56, I don't know when we're going to get better. We've done 55 of these things? (laughs) Are you kidding me? We've done so many podcast episodes, I cannot believe we've made it this far. Hey, we need to talk about this real quick. We'll make this super quick. What show do we do next? Because we are in this for the long run. Let's put a tab on that. Let's talk about that in a little bit more extent because I don't want to rush that. Okay. That's your job. If you want to pass that on to me once it's your part of the episode because once we talked about how hard it is to read, I'll make it my job. You just have to remind me. We're talking about that at the end of the episode. And let's keep moving on before people click off. Armin asks if this means he needs to be Erwin's replacement. And Levi goes, ha. Fuck no, you could never be Erwin's replacement. And he does say you'll never be Erwin's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
my gosh, dude. Oh, no. Start drinking some cold I've brew, brother. I've got a brother. brain injury. My notes. The, okay. I'm struggling. Okay, that's obvious. Will you make a promise to me? Never. Okay, what is it? Will you stop? Because obviously my notes are shit. Will you please stop saying the thing about the wiki pages? Because it really hurts my feelings. <laughs> Because I was I, about to say, your copy and pasting skills suck. Because dude. I pour a lot of heart and soul into this, and I've messed up so many times, and you've called me out for messing up so many times. Can you please just stop saying that? Okay, I'm, if it's really bothering you, I will stop saying it until you mess up again. No, you can call me out for messing up, but stop with the wiki thing. No, I said I'll, I won't mention it until you mess up again, then I'll mention it. If there's so, That's what okay, you mean. I just feel like you're going to do it again. I, just, I won't do it again. If there's something Promise, you want me dude. to like lay off a little bit on, you can let me know. I just it's talking about how poor I am, dude. I get it. I'm poor. I did, I did that like okay. You know what? I don't know. I, will stop I don't talking. have a computer. I will stop talking about how poor you. I if would you, love for somebody to donate thing, me a computer. One of our listeners. Will you stop doing that? You have a Garmin watch on. Sell it and get a computer. Jeez. I, will, I never sell, dude. That's my motto. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> Bitcoin. But he knows that Armin. Okay, no, but I did want to actually touch on my notes here. He says, Levi goes, fuck no, you can never. And he does say, you'll never be Irwin's replacement. <laughs> so that actually kind of makes more sense. I just said it wrong. Yeah. But he knows that Armin has a strength that nobody else has and that he won't regret his decision. He also goes on to say, don't make anyone else here regret it and don't regret it yourself either. That is Armin's mission. So they're barely putting any pressure on this guy. <laughs> nope. But that is like... Hanji was kind of a dick. <laughs> Levi, she that was. was kind of beautiful with what he said you'll never be Erwin, but that's saying like you're yourself, don't try and be Erwin because that's just would be pointless because you'll never be able to get there. Hanji was a dick, but you know what she was doing? Keeping it real. Well she Keeping well, how she thought. Keeping it keeping it real. Yeah. Not, not I'm not mean, saying she was a dick yeah. for saying that she voted for Erwin. I'm saying she was a dick for basically being like, Yeah, yeah. no pressure. It's just this man's whole life rests upon your sh- Soldiers, as exactly. I said, but shoulders. That's a tough one, you know? We that's a soldiers tough word. Because in this show, it's a tough am word. I wrong? There are soldiers and there are a bunch of shoulders. Yeah. So it could Hanji, happen. Hanji's are the best looking, but yeah. Could really happen to anyone. Sasha is still struggling in her sleep, but uh, she yells, shut up. Sasha, shoulders, soldiers. That's not what I said. No, I know, but I'm saying that's a lot of hard things to say. Yeah. Sasha, so you're, shoulders, what you're giving, soldiers. There were four S's Shut up. Good lord, So you're dude. saying, okay, so what you're doing there. I'm agreeing with you. Right. You're you're taking the time to be like, maybe the audience is hard on me, but you're also respecting what I'm doing yeah. here. Yeah. Thank you. you know, I'm still learning the game, but I'm, I'm getting there. Sasha... <laughs> See how well salsa. Where's the salsa? Salsa still staggling in her steep as she says, "Slut up." Hanji says that with both of them being successors of Irwin, they are both in the same boat, and they will just have to grin and bear it. How about that phrase, "grin and bear it"? It's a weird one. She says this, of course, because based off previous conversations between Levi and Irwin. We know that Hanji will now step up as commander. Hey, can you not do that? Huh? Well, you're falling asleep, and it's almost your turn. Your head. Don't put your head down. I wasn't. We're trying to get through this, and I'm see the top of your stupid head. Okay. Because you're lazy. Not to mention, you're probably making all kind of feedback noises in the microphone that I'm gonna have to edit out later. But you'll probably be doing 
watching some other 27 episodes of anime while I work on ours. And now you're looking at your phone, and I'm just... God! Let's finish it up, dude. Chill out. Yeah, so be Still here with me. Covering can, the can shift. You help, can you help me through it? I gotta cover a shift at Traders. You... Keep going. She says this, of course, because based off previous conversations between Levi and Erwin, we know that Hanji will now step up as commander. Agree? Yep. He said, if I'm gone, you are the one. Right. So he's gone now. So she stands up and says, let's get a move on. She asks Aaron if he still has the key because we are going to find the basement. We get an Aaron flashback of him examining the basement and someone that is not Carla. You know who this is? I don't know who it is. Tells him to leave it alone because he is to never go in there. That's Carla. It's not Carla. Yes, it is. Dude, it's not Carla. Yes, it is. Dude, that is not Carla. Hey, dude. Dude? Yes, it is. It's not Carla. Yes, it is. Why is she wearing a maid outfit? Oh, my. Wow. So, you don't think Carla can wear She doesn't have Carla's hair. It's so Carla, dude. If I'm, if I'm wrong on this, then I'll admit that I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Would you be a, I'm not even trying to be right. I'm just now I'm kind of worried. Can we pause and look it up real quick? Yeah, pause the podcast. And we're back from the... Uh, replay booth uh we still disagree i don't think it's carla he thinks it is yes. i just think it's weird that she would have changed her hair from when we saw her in the bystander episode and then when we see her in the end she got super yeah. short hair yeah because it's only like an she eight wears year an difference. apron has anyone else changed their hair yeah who keith sadies yeah but he went through an entire plastic surgery makeover that guy didn't look anything alike anyway let us know what you think at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com and here are my notes. They're somewhere here. And Irwin, when you kept mentioning, oh, wow, he did something to his hair. Yeah, but, but that, okay, was, let's, uh, that was going. the same hair. That wasn't even a haircut. He just styled it a little bit differently. This right, is, let's get this episode over She, with. like, donated her hair. Okay. See, guys, he doesn't even like this podcast grinding. Can't wait to get out of it. We're having I'm important discussions. Kidding. You just annoy me sometimes, and I get all flustered. Imagine having to deal with this guy for three episodes in a row people yeah imagine trying to pour your heart into an episode and this guy's sleeping okay so aaron asks why he's not supposed to go into the basement she says because his father keeps work tools and medicine in there we get some words from our fallen hero erwin smith as he says your intentions are the key the key to saving humankind from this despair they flash all the way back to like halfway through season one when Erwin told all the scouts that the goal was to get to the basement. And I knew we would get to this episode in no time. Look at us now. It took, you know, got here so quick. Levi asked Aaron where his house is and he walks right to it, Chaz. Mr. Oh, he was only 10. He probably doesn't know how to get back to his house. It was so many years ago. Well, that wasn't just my take, but the fact that Bert literally set off a nuclear bomb and there's houses scattered everywhere. It'd be a little hard to find it. But but not for Aaron. On the way to the house, he has memories of every little location on the way there because this kind of stuff sticks with you. I like I liked the little trip down memory lane of all you know, all three of them running down, and we got the nice little uh, Hannes one where where he used to sit and 
get freaking Honest. wasted. I forget about that guy until they do those things, and then it makes me Jeez, sad. It's kind of rough. I don't forget. I'll never forget about Hannes. It makes me real sad. We got a lazy dolphin over here. They arrive to the house, and even Aaron. Oh, I just typed Aaron twice. They arrive to the house, and just Aaron sees a boot, reminding him, "You told you were gonna stop. Thanks a lot." They arrive to the house, and Aaron sees a boot, reminding him of one of the times he asked his dad to show him what's in the basement. His dad tells him maybe he will when Aaron realizes the most important thing of all. That's a good line. Yeah, what do you? I was gonna ask you what you think that is, Chad, but you really want to just get through this episode, so you might not have a hot take. I don't know. Yeah, because you're not even thinking. You're not no, even I'm using thinking, your brain power. I'm thinking he's seems pretty deep. And to me, yeah. well, for someone who was actually thinking because I care about the podcast, I thought maybe it was when he realized that they're trapped inside these walls and that there has to be something more outside, just more to yeah. life than this. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could answer it in a spoilery way, but to not answer it in a spoilery way, you think I nailed it? You th- I think you nailed it. Thank you. He envisions sweet, beautiful Carla with long hair, hanging out some clothes to dry, and that leads us to the calling card. Yep. Grisha Yeager, having coming fr- or having come from the outside of the walls and thus knowing many secrets, entrusted the basement key to his son. The basement will likely reveal the mysteries of the world, or, you know... Or not. <laughs> maybe just a really cool tool set that Aaron can pass down so then after the calling card we get some cool piano play and i know i know how oh, ronnie you love your I good old love piano. when someone tickles the ivories but uh this whole show has great piano play by the way it I, does i would assume you agree i do full-heartedly um and they get to the house and it's you know smashed completely smashed big boulder on top of it. that big boulder is still there from when carlo was stuck Brings back bad memories. Yeah, page turn. For some reason, he's flattening out the pages. It's a notebook, so they don't really have to do that. They finally get to. Well, they use like a. I, I like this part. I don't oh, know they why. They finally get to. This is a funny. This is a funny part to me. They use that uh big wooden. I guess wooden stick. I don't even know what you call. It. It's from a house, like a huge wooden thing. They use Beam. it as like a. A beam? beam, yeah. They use a beam to like get the boulder unlodged, and it just I don't know why it just made me laugh. It's uh, it's like the good old pulley and lever system, right? Yeah. Like a, a what is it? a fulcrum? Yeah. Oh my god! I think that's the word. I nailed it. That's what that is. So write Dude, that you down. Know what the, it looks Chad like they got it from... fulcrums. Hilarious. Yeah, they're hilarious. It reminds me of like the gallows when Erwin was gonna be hung. Mm. They just randomly found some gallows. and Those are also beams. So they get to the door, and the key doesn't fit. And the amount of panic that Aaron had when he realized the key didn't fit the door and that there was absolutely nothing they could do, there's no way they're getting inside now, is hilarious, especially when Levi's like, watch out, moron, and just kicks it down. Kicks it in. And then Aaron's like, wait a minute, maybe my dad didn't even tell me that this key was important. I might have just like, wait. It's like, wait, why have I been carrying this key around for... Do you know how many times I forgot it at the last camp and I spent five days going back to get it? Uh, so they're searching around the area. Levi tells them to start looking and quit standing there like they got a finger up their bums. And 
As Mikas is searching around, she sees a keyhole. Speaking of fingers up bums, I keep waiting for one of them to find Grisha's porn stash in here because you know it's in this room somewhere. Oh, yeah. And Mikasa finds it. And, well, she finds the keyhole, not the stash. And Aaron comes over. Why would you need a uh, porn stash with a woman like Carla, though? Well, unless it was like a Hanji, then hell yeah, you'd need it. Because Hanji's. Well, it's because it would be Hanji's porn stash. Hanji's porn stash is just Titans. I just feel like her sex drive is way too much for the normal human being. Not for me. And Well, heck, two hours of podcasting got you tuckered out, much less eight, eight hours straight being tied up. Says a guy who keeps misreading, and I've read perfect this episode. Haven't misread a single thing. Um, and I won't. Um, what? Go. So they open up the keyhole, and inside is nothing. And once again, Aaron has an absurd amount of panic when he barely opens up the drawer and it goes and goes. Oh, it's empty. Oh. And once again, Levi's just like, it's just a false hey, bottom, you dumbass. It's a false bottom. So he opens up the false bottom, and they see three books. Three books. Three books, and it goes to Nile. We go to Nile. So yep. we thought we were about to have the answers. No. We go over to Nile, and he's talking to Zachary. And <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to Zachary. Zachary, and Chad. Zachary. Okay, you're right. Zachary and Pixis. And a couple other guys, and he's talking about how Erwin, when he was in the scouts with Niall back when they were younger, he would talk about his father's theory and humans being outside the wall, that they have not gone extinct. And he's, he mentions that, you know, back then he would always tease Erwin about it, about that idea and theory. But look at him now. And Zachary goes, well, you can just apologize to the man yourself. And that's when my heart breaks. I thought it was cool because Erwin had... First of all, we knew Erwin and them had a history. And Erwin also made comments about how, you know, he grew up and he would tell everyone in cadet training about, like, his theory of everything. But once he got to the scouts, he just stopped. Mm -hmm. This is one of those times. Yep. Yeah, sorry. I said scouts. I meant cadet training with Niall. Hmm. Misspoke. Oh. Well, I didn't misread. I just misspoke. Oh, just uh, those notes you copied down from Spark Notes just were a little wrong. Huh? Spark Notes. Who even does Spark Notes anymore? Yeah, you, because you have to go to the public library and they've got it bookmarked because you don't have a computer. So, just then, though, a messenger runs in with the great news that the whole Scout Regiment is back. Can all these people who pass along notes and information just tone it down? Every single one of them yells. Well, you can run to the room, but then just say your piece. Don't, everyone's back! Well, have you noticed this was the same chick that, the coup d'etat girl that said <laughs> the that? coup d'etat. Yeah, but the scouts are back, and then uh, it's awesome scene. Marlo's mom runs up to Levi and goes, well, I mean, just can't believe you brought my boy home safe. You're a great guy, Levi. Just can't believe Marlo's going to live a long and happy life. And, of course, he'll get married to Hitch because those two just can't ever stop talking about each other. <laughs> Levi, you're such a hero, of course. And, I mean, you're, of course, coming to the wedding. You can sit next to me. <laughs> and then they start counting, and they're like, one, two, nine people. Are, are the rest behind you? <laughs> and then it's actually, wait, 
It's just Flock who's come back to tell us what's going on. Everyone else is still there. Uh, and we get a little... Because is that what, that's what's going on, right? What? Like, they say that they're back. They're obviously not back, because we see however many of them in the basement, So, and we know the others are on the wall. I think it's literally they sent Flock to tell them about whatever's going down. I don't think so. What are they talking about, then? No, I think they're all all back. It shows them. I think it just then it flashes back to the basement. I think they this is already them in the future coming back with the books. But, but they never show us that, basement. right? They never show it to us. No, that's okay. just like the whole. That's just what you. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of just showing Nile. It it had to just break our hearts a little bit, saying Zachary saying to Nile, "Oh, we'll just have to apologize to Erwin when he gets here," and Erwin's yeah. dead. It's just weird for this reaction. That's why I felt like it was like some messenger saying like they're okay, they're heading back. Because it's weird for if they really just saw nine people stumble up to the gates at this level of excitement, someone's really well, burying the lead. Well, they said that they took back the wall, so I guess they were excited about that. But then, then you realize, wait, only nine of you lived. <laughs> yeah, like, I would once again say, really yeah. seemed like they were burying the lead. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back and Hanji sees opens up the or sorry Aaron and Mikasa open oh. up the book. I didn't misread. I'm going off the dome. <laughs> Aaron and Mikasa open up the book to see a photograph, and as we Look know, at this photo. <laughs> as we know, Nickelback made a hit song in 2004. Yeah, everyone knows photographs due to Nickelback's hit 2004 song, but as we know, they don't have photographs because. It's all hand-drawn shit that we've seen so far. Right, they don't have the technology. So they look on the back of the, the photo, and Grisha says this is an image reflected off light burned onto this piece of paper, which is a great way to describe a How photograph. How fucking trippy is the definition of pictures? We he, take it for granted, yeah. but that shit's wild. Him describing that made me think to myself... I have never once thought about that. Like I've heard the, like the definition before, and it kind of, but I forget about it. But if you just sit down and think about what a picture is, it will blow your damn mind. And yeah. the fact that we all have things that take those just right in our pockets is crazy. Yep. He says that he's from outside the wall where humanity lives in eloquence, and then the episode ends. Whoa! Crazy. It's a, it kind of sucks, this episode, at the end of it, you think you're going to get a bunch of answers, but you just get a little sneak peek, but that's just setting you up for the bombshell of episode 20. Great episode. Great little breather. Yeah, we finally got to the basement. Obviously, there's more to come, because we got three books of information we got to get through, and we're just, uh, we're just starting off here, but just... I needed this one after the events of the last two exactly. episodes to just kind of get the, my mind right. The past, since episode 13, when they arrived in Shinganshina, have been just crazy episodes. Like, yeah. just all hard hitters, every single one. But I wanted to get back to it. Do you want to talk about what we were going to talk about? Yes. Great call. Um I had almost forgotten about that since you became so lazy on me and you just wanted to get this thing over with, even though I enjoy every single minute I spend here podcasting with you, Chad. Yeah, even though this is what you sound like. You're barely even talking you can't in wait. the microphone and you need to talk louder. Keep going. People could hear me fantastically. I just don't need to yell. Like Fantastically. We, good word. We have $400 microphones. They can hear everything. 
too much, I would argue, after <laughs> editing the podcast. I could hear too much. But but no, we, you know, it's still a little ways away, but season four is coming. And like today, we did two and a half hours of just podcast content. And we enjoy podcasting. We want to keep it up. We're going to be cut back to one episode a week. Yeah, please donate. We're not going to know what to do. Don't I don't know why he said that. So we've kind of Just touched kidding. on this before. We need shows that we can podcast because, like I said, the Podcast Chronicles, it is an enterprise. It's a corporation. And we're still just building it up. But we want to have listeners, and we know how popular Attack on Titan is, and we're expecting for our listenership to go down a little bit once it's over. But we want to hear from you guys. What kind of podcast would you like to hear? Just kind of what we're thinking you can agree or you can – Say, yeah, that would be cool. No, it wouldn't be cool to do this instead. I think right now we're leaning towards Demon Slayer. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a really popular anime, and I know in Japan, especially with the movie that just came out, that it's a big hit. But, I mean, that's totally up to y'all. I I would like to do it. I've seen the first season, but obviously it's been a... I guess I saw it when it was first airing, so it's been like a year. So I need a big refresher before the movie comes to the U.S., but... We're, we're definitely leaning that way, but we're open to any suggestions. Yeah, in a perfect world, what we're looking for is a show. And it doesn't, like we said before, it doesn't necessarily have to be anime. I'm sure that's kind of what most of our uh, listeners do, and we're not necessarily opposed to that. But we're open to anything. Yeah. So let us know. But what we are looking for is like an ongoing show that we can kind of back catalog like we did with Attack on Titan and then cover live. But with that being said, if you want something else and we don't have the perfect show to do at the time, I can yeah. see us maybe you know watching a show and not doing episode by episode coverage because a lot of shows there's too many episodes to do that for something that's done and not have much have as much interest. But maybe like an overall like season season review stuff yeah, like so that stuff like that. But yeah, if just give us some suggestions on not even just shows but also what content we could make that you would like to hear. Yeah, we're very open. Like we've described ourselves before, we're kind of your puppets. You can make us do whatever you want because we're just constantly looking for affirmation and uh, attention, really. And we love you guys. And so, yeah, send that to the podcast chronicles at gmail.com as well as any questions or, you know, comments you have about the season four preview or the episodes that we've just covered. But until next time, I was Chad. And I was Ronnie. And I'm also Chaz. And we'll talk with you next time. Peace. Peace.